1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. The Scottish Cup semi-final lineup is complete after yet another dramatic penalty shootout. St Mirren saw off Kilmarnock to set up a tie with St Johnston. Well done, the United were paired with Hibs, and Scotland looks set to be allowed 26 players at the Euros rather than the original number of 23. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna. Yeah, no quarter given over an epic Scottish Cup weekend. Gordon, extra time and penalties at Easter Road at Ibrox and. At Rugby Park And Dundee United's Most stylish new firm win Probably for a generation Drama Excitement Thrills All the way And if those were the quarterfinals Daz I bet you're looking forward To the semis um, Yes I'm looking forward To the semi-finals. Um I thought the weekend's football Was terrific Gone A lot of excitement there uh, Even last night Sitting watching uh, Kilmarnock St Mirren Going right to the wire as well um, Big news all about the goalkeepers Xander Clark for instance St Johnston was absolutely brilliant The hero of the day You look at Kilmarnock goalkeeper last night Few questions asked 01419511025 That is the number you need To get in touch with the guys tonight And let them know What you've got to say for yourself If you'd rather tweet instead That's fine You can do that at Clyde SSB but it goes without saying I'd rather speak to you on the phone And talk football 01419511025 Not that my faith wasn't there In the Scottish Cup, Roger But renewed, shall we say Just a, a dramatic weekend A brilliant spectacle Shocks, drama, controversy Penalty shootouts It had everything Yeah, it did I was a bit sceptical myself Gordon, I have to say you know, A game on Saturday night A game Sunday afternoon Sunday night, Monday night I thought that's going to lack A wee bit of drama A bit of excitement We couldn't have been more wrong um, Just take last night You know, for instance When you guys went off air At uh, 8 o'clock the, the game hadn't really Come to anything like The boil um, and what an evening it was for Kilmarnock and St Mirren It swung one way, it swung the other one Ross Millen scored the penalty in extra time You thought Kelly was set for the semi-finals And then Don Robertson I can't wait to hear Daz defending refs tonight Don Robertson gives a second controversial, shall we say, penalty in extra time Sends it to penalties And St Mirren get through We'll get to the, the nitty gritty, some of the incidents, Gordon But overall... A round of applause to everyone involved I know that you know certain teams went out I'm not saying everyone's going to be happy with the Scottish Cup over the weekend But take a step back from a kind of entertainment spectacle A neutral perspective It was it was great, high drama Yeah, as a neutral sitting there watching um, You know, everything Gordon, excitement Sunday's game against St Johnston with Rangers The goalkeeper come not getting involved um, last night, for instance, penalty kicks again. The only one that really cruised through and very surprising, because I don't think any of us tipped them, was Dundee United. And they were mm. excellent against Aberdeen, probably our best performance this season. Does that not just prove you not, don't know what you're talking about? or No. Why is that? Because no one tipped them. Well, I said it would be very close. Ah, right. the, the rest of the lads, they sort of distanced themselves there. Um, so I think I was the nearest if you, you look at right, the okay. stats on that one. Uh, right, like I say, 01419511025 in the phones. I dare say you've got some lingering thoughts from the games across the weekend. The Rangers fans, I'm sure you were all queuing up to have your say last night. So if you couldn't get through, now's a good time to do it. St Mirren fans, Kelly fans, how are you feeling about last night? And how are we feeling about the, the Cup in general? I suppose it's what's on everyone's mind. And later on, we will get to that news that Scotland looks set to be allowed 26 
players at the Euros Rather than the original number of 23 What might that mean for the look of Stevie Clark's squad But we can deal with that a bit later on Let's kick off with Derek in Govan What's on your mind tonight Derek? How you doing gents, you okay? Not bad at mm. all, take it away I was, I was just thinking about the the, the Rangers And obviously the, 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 the feet the other day I, I think the, uh, the, the cup competition's probably getting away now With Rangers uh, Consider the schedule we play in Europe. You know, you know. I think the which is probably good for Scottish football because other teams get a, a bit of a chance. But I think Rangers probably treat the, the cup competitions as a bit of a bonus now. Stephen Gerrard didn't sound like he treated it as a bonus when he mentioned that one trophy out of nine wasn't good enough after the game on Sunday. He didn't sound like it was just a bonus to him. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think his true feelings will, will come across to the media. To be fair. Uh, but the record in the cup competition speaks for itself lately. Yeah. What, did, what did Sunday get in the way of, Denick? The league title's already Semi-final? won. League, <laughs> league title's already won. Europe's no, over. You know, no, the league, no. I, would, I would have thought Rangers' full priority, and the manager said it himself, the full priority was Sunday against St. Johnson, to, even to the, you know, to, to the detriment of this Sunday against Celtic and, and a sort of meaningless, if there can be such a thing, a meaningless league game. Uh, he made it clear he wanted a double and, and they fell short. I know, but what I'm trying to say is the, the schedule, we, we play 16 games probably more than St. Johnson in a season mm. where, where, where Europe and given given the competitions we'd like to progress and, and go far in with the, the, mm. and win the SPL and, and the, the Europa League. Derek, what about the size of the squad that Rangers have got compared to St. Johnston? What about the amount of changes that Rangers made in the Wednesday night compared to St. Johnston? Seven. Seven. So, so you're, hold on, you're, Derek, Derek, you're having a bit of fun night. Your excuse doesn't stack up. Um, I'm sure as a Rangers fan, you'd have been delighted to be in the semi-final. You'd been delighted to go and win the, the double, as would Rangers and Steven Gerrard. The cup final was the day before my, my 45th birthday, so that's, that's that ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get this Derek Because no one would argue With the general point That the league was the priority Obviously You know I, I think that does go without saying But when you are When you're Rangers Or you're Celtic And you have Spent all your days Building on, on a history of, of trying to win every trophy Can you really start Disregarding the Scottish Cup The way that you're doing? No I'm not, I'm not disregarding I'm just trying to put A, put a, 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 a a logical point through yeah, I think you said it gets in the way of the schedule Or something along those lines That's that's a bit like disregarding it, is it not? No, the players look knackered The players look knackered They made seven changes from Wednesday night Well, obviously the players and the fringe players Aren't good enough Well, that's maybe a different issue, Roger Hanna But like I say, like Derek's theory was That Stephen Gerrard was putting on some sort of front uh, in his media conference I, I have no idea Whether that's the case or no, not No Listen Stephen Gerrard was annoyed That Rangers get knocked out um, They didn't play well Against St Johnson And it's maybe one of those things You've seen this with teams before Gordon That if you win a league championship early Teams sometimes lose their edge um, They've pushed so hard So hard to get over the line In the championship They've done it And they've done it very early Earliest ever I think It was in March the 7th The Premiership title was won And maybe sometimes Teams do lose their edge uh, You saw They'd switched off late To concede the penalty At Perth on Wednesday night And you actually thought They were sort of Going to get A mark of revenge for that On Sunday when James Tavernier scored But again They switched off Xander Clark wasn't picked up And they maybe just Are guilty of just losing just 1% of that competitive age Having won the title And sometimes that can be that can be enough The league's already won Derek as you say That was the priority Can Rangers raise it? Can they react from Sunday night And 
do better against Celtic this weekend? I think we'll scud Celtic on Sunday. I think we'll take three or four mm. off Celtic. I really, I really, really do. Even so though they're jaded, they'll not be jaded on Sunday. All oh, right, okay. So they're only jaded that Sunday. Well, we'll, we'll see. I was phone you next Monday, Gordon. And we'll, and we'll, we'll no, 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 no. I'm just asking what your point was. You said that they look jaded, so the extra few days this week will get freshen them all back up, Derek. Yeah. Thank you very much. I was Derek in Governor One Four One Nine Five One. 1025 uh, You can tweet us as well Remember At Clyde SSB It'll always get lost a little bit It's inevitable But How good are St Johnson This season I mean th- From what, from where they were I think, At the I start think, of the campaign Do you know what I think their, their, their confidence came from Gordon I remember watching them And I commented on it In the show uh, Against Rangers at Ibrox And Rangers beat them 1-0 And St Johnston were excellent that day Well organised Everything about them And they just kept on from there and obviously the way they go about their business uh, You've got to say Rangers did create a few chances on Sunday um, But you cannot take anything away from St Johnson They dug in They went right to the final whistle Even in the penalty kicks Their goalkeeper was their hero And uh, what an opportunity to go and do a double Yeah, and a great word to use there Organised They've got a terrific system That suits the players well The three big centre-halves The wing-backs the two lads, Craig and McCann, in the middle of the park, were terrific at Ibrox on Sunday night. And then they've got the two guys that, that support the striker. It just seems to work perfectly for them. They battered St John's uh, Hibernian in the semi-final of the Betfred Cup. They deserved to win against Livy in the Betfred Cup final. And listen, you would not rule them out winning a cup double this season. Who is the favourite for the cup now? Having seen that draw last night, what did you make of the draw? Whether I make it a draw um, Well It's four teams Who will all believe That they can win the cup St Johnson Will believe Because they've already Won a cup This season at Hamden um, Hibs Third in the league Going really well Looking for the best league Finishing about 15 or 16 years Under Jack Ross They will believe That they can do it But at the back of their minds They'll know they've lost Two semi-finals at Hamden This season already To Hearts In the last Scottish Cup and to St Johnson and the bet Fred Then United If they can repeat the performance At Petaudry on Sunday They'll fancy their chances And St Mirren Having Effectively Blown up Against Livingston In their bet Fred Cup so semi-final They will win the moment Who's going to win it? Yeah. You've been round the houses there Roger He just named all four exactly, he just yeah, his He's, he's I, put I, a case up For every I, single I one I think And I'll tell you why I think In Boyle Nisbet And Doidge Hibs have got the, the goals in the team to win the cup. Okay, let's bring in Craig, who's also a Rangers fan. What's on your mind, Craig? Hi, gents. How's it going? Um, I've got to say, you know, I was absolutely bitterly disappointed uh, with the game and the result on Sunday. Um, yet another cup disappointment. Uh, and, you know, I've said it before, you know, Stephen Gerrard's record in the cups is abysmal for a Rangers manager. It's probably up there with the worst in terms of Rangers managers with records and cup games and for me what I get fed up in now and I'm starting to get sicky is hearing the same sound bites for Gerard every single time over the last three years that we have went out of a cup it's been the exact same sound bite he's taking responsibility and there's lessons need to be learned we need to be stronger this isn't good enough why aren't we learning the lessons then because we've had three years we've won the league and I don't want to be overly critical because that is obviously the priority but the bottom line is, you can't keep coming out year in, year out when you're going out the cup after cup making the same comments when nothing's changing in that aspect. You know, why aren't we learning the lessons? Why does he need to constantly tell us we need to, what is it we haven't learned by now? Because what, what, what lessons do you think need learned? What, is there something that 
it can you know a theme that pulls all these cup defeats together, or is it just a case of you know having off days at the wrong time? No, listen, I think it's 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 the theme that goes through it for me is not standing up um, to the pressure of those one-off occasions because when you look at the league games or whatever, most of the time throughout the league, you know you can have an off day. Um, and you you can recover that. You can't do that in the cup, especially this season when there's no replays. Um, you know, maybe had there been replays, would they get out of jail at Maidenhead Park? Probably not. And the evidence is Sunday, but um, and the players, I don't think, for whatever reason, can handle that kind of pressure that's put upon them. But don't get me wrong. Um, you know, as I say, when we talk about, I mean, last night I heard Hugh mentioning about Celtic and benchmarks. You know. Unless Rangers go and win a quadruple treble, they can't ever meet Celtic's benchmark. So that's a bit out of hand. But you still have to go out there and take your chances. We put Celtic out a week ago, and I said it at the time. There's no point in putting Celtic out and then going out to St. Johnson a week later. You know, it, it completely undoes the, the hard work there. So I think it is that. I think when we get that far in the competition, it's not even just winning it. You know, when was the last time we've had, I think, one... One appearance at Hamden or something, maybe two over the last couple of seasons. Well, one, one, final, one final, I think it is, and then there was a semi. I mean, when you mentioned that stat, that, that and I, I referenced it, and you know, to Stephen Gerrard, one out of nine trophies. Th- that in itself has maybe been a bit selective because it's it was the main one. It, it was the league. It's not like the one out of nine was a random Betfred Cup and, and you've lost the other eight. So it was the league. It was the most important one. What is it about cup scoring? Is there something there, or is or is it? Is it just a coincidence that Rangers off days come in in knockout competition? No, cup, we all know the cup is completely different, Gordon, because you have to be on your game. You've got to concentrate. You've got to make sure because you don't get a second chance at it. And Craig's right. There's no replays. Years gone by, even if you had a bad day at the office, you're thinking, right. Yeah, but they okay. had them in the previous cup defeats, so they had replays technically, you know, right. last season or the season yeah, before. But I just think that. Um, at the end of the day, Stephen Gerrard even came out and said to himself, Gordon, I, I think that he was up here to do one thing, stop Celtic 10 in a row and try and overtake them. He's achieved that. But I think that the Rangers supporters look at a Rangers manager who has been back to the hill and say to themselves, right, we should be winning cups as well. If you're Rangers and Celtic, you demand that you're winning silverware. Every single year Steven Gerrard's achieved that It's been a great achievement The way they've went about their business But cup football That's why they call it A shock Now I wouldn't say it was a great shock In Sunday Because St Johnston And we've all said well, But it is good. though In the sense that Rangers won the league By 20 points And have a budget but, That would but absolutely but We get back the to the one-off game Gordon yeah. We get back to the one-off game And that's where the difficulty is For Rangers just now One-off game against St Mern They lost it they can't recover because they're out of the cup. One off game against St Johnston, lost it, can't recover, they're out of the cup. That's what they have to go over. That's a small hurdle that they'll have to go over. Is it is it the manner of them, maybe Roger, which is annoying people like Craig because Craig mentioned, you know, if, if you if you get to final take the League Cup final against Celtic, you get all the way to the final, you play brilliant and things don't go your way on the day and you lose, you know, that, that's fine. But Rangers aren't even getting to, to that stage regularly enough for, for people like Craig. Um I would maybe agree with that Gordon if I, if I saw a pattern In the way they're going out Competitions But um, You know They lost that final They were by far and away The better team And they just came up against Fraser Forster Who 
was just unbeatable on the day. It's a pretty, it's a pretty small pattern, but someone they last night very well, but talked about the, the late goals. You know, scoring late against St Mirren and St Johnson, but still managing to concede yeah, but, afterwards. But listen, if you're throwing it back to the nine competitions, you know that's not what happened in the yep. first season. In the first season, they didn't have a recognised striker. They had to play Umar Sadiq in a semi final and couldn't score a goal, and Aberdeen nipped one at the end. Um, in the Scottish Cup that season, they got a decent draw up at Petodre, it looked fine and came back. And Aberdeen played terrifically well and deserved the win at Ibrox. This season, the St Mirren, I'm not even sure you can compare the St Mirren and the St Johnson games because St Mirren was right in the middle of a very hectic schedule of games. They were fighting hard for the championship, they were fighting hard to stay in Europe. They had a lot of pressures on, and St Mirren caught them. St Mirren just caught them that night. They came back from Losing an early goal to Conor Goldson And beat them 3-2 Fair enough This time I think it is different I think Rangers have just I think they've lost it a wee bit Since they won the league It's maybe just Human nature You know the big prize has been won You maybe just lose a little bit of the edge Some of the players for me Aren't performing as well as they were When they were winning the league Even you know a month or six weeks ago And I was slightly baffled By the withdrawal of Alfredo Morelos on Sunday Right let's bring in Brian and Bishop Briggs And see what he thinks Hi Brian Hi, how are you doing? Um, it's just to uh, say something about the last call that was on. I mean, we was talking about Stephen Gerrard. I mean, anybody who knows anything about football can clearly see that what happened when we get put out of the cup was totally the player's fault. I mean, every single one of the defenders should have known their job in the very last nine minutes of that game. doesn't matter whether it's a goalkeeper or any other player that's on the park. You need to man-mark. You need to make sure that you get that ball at that box. And... For him to say he's sick of hearing Stephen Gerrard say the same thing over and over again, I mean, I mean, what else is he? What else is he meant to say? He played his best. He, he played the best team that he could have possibly played, in my opinion. I mean, I just don't understand why he can he can come. I mean, I understand that he's the face of the team, and he will come under a lot of like scrutiny and a lot of like people will say what they say about him. However, I just don't feel that he should be taking all the responsibility for what happened on Wednesday. I mean, it was just it was terrible defending in the last minute. The game We had callers last night And I think Alex Ray Kind of raised the point as well Brian that, Look you can't be too critical Of Rangers this season They've won the league Obviously And at a canter And that was the priority If there is something That's been Maybe niggling away At some fans It, it would be game management Just at times Like the other night We saw it against St Johnson last week I think there was a couple In Europe That someone referenced Is that on the players More then Is that is that your point You think they need To take ownership Of situations 100% 100% I mean yeah, during obviously before we won the league, um, I think it's very, very rare that you would see a goal like that. We, you would see us concede a goal like that, and um, I, I think, I think definitely they need to take full blame for that because the last nine minutes of the game, all you want to do is just get that ball away, especially when you're one 0 up in a cup game. I do agree with uh, what I think it was either uh, Gordon or Roger says there about. Since we've won the league, we have kind of took our foot off the gas a wee bit. I do totally agree with that, but I just don't think I just think the players need to take full responsibility for what happened. Is getting put out of the cup. All right, Brian. Thank you. It was nice to hear from you. Here's a thing. I think everyone enjoyed the Scottish Cup at the weekend. Well, if your team went out, you wouldn't have. But generally speaking, everyone enjoyed it. Yeah, mm, we can agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Good drama, good excitement. Given the drama that we witnessed over the weekend, is it time to ditch cup replays for good and stick with this extra time and penalties, or? Would it be wrong to deny the smaller clubs the chance of those money-making replays? You know, that can feel like a win and you get to go back and get your, your big day out. What what do you think? Given the drama we've witnessed, is it time to ditch the cup replays for good or not? Let us know. I want to hear from you on that next. 
You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna are here. It's 0141-951-1025 in the phones. It's at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Lots of reactions still coming in to that defeat for Rangers against St Johnston. On Sunday night I'd be keen to hear from you St Mirren fans Have you come out From behind the sofa yet What was it like That roller coaster last night And uh, the semi-final draw Is now complete Now I said just before the break Given the drama That we've witnessed Over the weekend Because I think everyone Really bought into The Scottish Cup Over the weekend So much Great entertainment Is it time to ditch The cup replays for good And stick with extra time And penalties straight away Or Does that take away from some of the, the the classic replays you can get And wee teams managing to take a big team back to their place Or vice versa What's your view on it? 01419511025 Brendan's in Greenfield What would your take on that be, Brendan? Ditch the replays or keep the replays? Oh, ditch them, without doubt um, I think that we stumbled across a format here Because of the pandemic Where the Scottish Cup's been sort of played over The majority of the Cup has been played over A, a sort of five, six week window um, I think it's been it's, it's been fantastic. I mean, if you, I, I don't even know if this if this year's sponsor, Cup's got a sponsor. I'm not sure, um, but if it hasn't, you know, any, any selling that to any cost, any potential customer, you know, you're getting a six weeks of exposure. You know, rather than this kind of like a week and then maybe five weeks to the next game and then three weeks to the next lot. It's just been great. It's been like almost like a mini tournament. You know, and, and okay, my team my team Celtic get knocked out, but. I think, you know, as I say, if you, if you look over the weekend, especially, you know, the, the, the game's going to penalty kicks, I think for fans as well, you know, if it's going to be sold to a satellite channel, the, the satellite channel could sell like a Scottish Cup season ticket, you know, for fans to, to buy, you know, the, the, the package where they're going to see all the games because it's played over a condensed period. I just think everybody would be a winner, you know, it's... it's I think it's a, it's a no-brainer Roger, ditch the replays Keep the replays Ditch the replays um, I think we're all You sound pretty sure Yeah, listen I think we're all probably Grown up enough to admit That in Scotland Sometimes the football Isn't the most stylish But we do drama Very well And we've found Over the years Quite a few ways Of, of creating that drama I like the top six split In the Premiership Because Look at the week The fixtures you're about to have In the next few weeks You know, Kilmarnock will play Hamilton Ross County will play Hamilton Kilmarnock Hamilton and Ross County have all got big yep. games against bottom six teams and it creates an added element of excitement. You're seeing it just now, you'll see it tonight in League One and League Two split into a top five and a bottom five because of the, the COVID circumstances. It creates excitement. There's Partick Thistle away at Cove tonight. If they get Falkirk at home on Thursday night, it's creating really, really good, mm-hmm. exciting, dramatic, thrilling finales. And that's what happened over the weekend. Easter Road, Mother will come back from the dead. 2-2 Extra time Penalties It was the same at Ibrox On that thrilling finale On Sunday night Same at Rugby Park Last night You know If we had replays Those games mm. would just have finished After 90 minutes And we'd have to wait Another 10 days To see how How it all pans out Did it have any impact On on the games themselves Gordon Are, are they linked The fact that there wasn't A replay there There's not mm-hmm. that safety net Did that Did that change The way those games Panned out do you think yeah, I mean I, th- I know the obvious The, the th- ending uh, after 90 well, minutes I, but I think the proof is there It was more exciting Gordon I've sort of Yeah but is that Is that a coincidence though Or is, is there a reason for that I, I think it's because There's no replays I've jumped the fence on this one If you ask me What I would decide Because as a As a player and a manager I always wanted the replays Right Because if you were at a smaller club, like for instance, when I was at Wraith and you drew Rangers, and, and it's true and it's it's not even funny, we were something like 
500 a win and a thousand pound a draw. That's what it meant to oh, the really? Oh, it was incredible. Wow. It was brilliant. Oh, did uh, you, listen, did you not notice that last minute on goalie score oh, for 1 1? Oh, oh, let me tell you, I'd have been up diving header. There you go, <laughs> grand in the pocket and away. But it meant so much to the, the smaller teams to go back to Ibrox or Celtic Park or whatever. But now I've jumped the fence and with this hip, it was a good jump. I've got to say that I like the excitement of it. I like to be finished. I, I enjoyed the weekend. Even last night, I didn't think I would be. So tuned into Kilmarnock St Mirren And I sat there And it was a terrific game And excitement Right to the last minute Pently kicks again So I think once the fans are in as mm. well oh, the can imagine fans in this weekend Oh brilliant Absolutely brilliant On the recliner Oh the rec- only the recliner I've got a new suite I've just found the legs of the new suite down the That's it right, enough Brendan <laughs> um, I get what you're saying You know we've kind of stumbled across it this year And it's worked out though And you talked about the condensed format as well You know because it's been almost Couple of you know, very a week. What was it? The last round only a week between them, and it's, it's maybe added to more excitement. But but we couldn't keep that, would we? Is that not just a a quirk of the the schedule? It's very unlikely we would we would keep the condensed cup, or would we? Well, I, th- I think it's it's been it's been forced upon us because of the because of the current situation. But who's to say we're about a planning? You know, if there's a if there's a Scottish Cup round to be played in in uh, early January, that just becomes a league fixture. You know that, and then you know, and so on, and you're freeing up sort of time at the at the end of the end of the year to have a condensed format. A, a, a potential sponsor's getting a wee bit more sort of a bigger exposure. You know, as I say, over a shorter period of time. You know, so and and as I say, going back to the um, the, the 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 fan subscription thing as well. There's going to be you know, it's going to be sold to a satellite channel. Then you know, it'd be it'd be interesting to see what the numbers would be if that would be appealing to somebody to say, well, you know, there's a whatever it is. Twenty five pound for for the, for the Scottish Cup um, season season ticket on your on your satellite channel, you know, as opposed to people who say, well, I'm not going to pay the nine ninety nine subscription and different things and, and whatnot. It'd be, it'd be something worth looking at, you know. So you can't do everything the same all the time. Sometimes you do something different, and as Roger says, going with it with it with the with it with the split has been it, it works, you know. So. Yeah, I guess Roger, much like the split, this isn't about pretending that we've got a perfect solution, but just about finding ways to to make it, you know, maximum, maximum entertainment value. Because the split, the split's got its downfalls as well, obviously. You know, yeah, with and fixture quirks and, and whatever. These, but these arguments go back thirty years, Gordon. I mean, I, I, I'm old enough to remember. Does remember as well when Rangers played Hibs in the final in '79, 0 nil, nil, nil in the replay. And then it was a second replay before Rangers won wow. the cup. And then after that, there was loads of arguments for 10 years over what they should do. And they decided to make the Scottish Cup final a one-off. And in 1990, Aberdeen beat Celtic in penalties. You remember it, Brian Irvin scored the, the penalty in the shootout. Mm-hmm. And suddenly the Scottish Cup final was transformed. I don't need to tell you boys, 12 months later, Mother won an extra time against Dundee United, 4-3. That, that would have gone to a replay. And, and who knows what would have happened. You'd have been denied that great drama of extra time and, th- and things like that, potentially. So... From now on, you know, I think all of the games should Replicate go... Replicate that through the rounds. Yeah, and they do it in the Betfred Cup already, yeah. you know, so I don't really see much change in doing it. Right, I, I've got a feeling this is going to be one-way traffic, which means I'll, I'll need to play the bad guy at some point unless you lot can do it on the phones because Gordon wants to ditch the replays, Roger wants to ditch the replays, Brendan in Greenfield wants to ditch the replays. Is there anyone out there who doesn't? Is there anyone who prefers the traditional format? Because I always like to hear both sides... Of the argument Please somebody Step up to the plate If not I'm going to have to Pretend Somebody and explore step some up of this. Financially Gordon um, For the smaller well, clubs Let's wait and see Because I think Wayne Thank you to Brendan I think Wayne Who's a Hearts fan From Motherwell 
Are you going along with the guys Wayne Ditch the replays? How you doing, guys? Um, yeah, def- uh, definitely. Um, I feel as though the last um, four or five days with the football, you know, really enjoyed the Scottish game. Even though um, oh, I love the Scottish game anyway, but with the way the cups ran, and obviously not the certain circumstances with the COVID. But watching it the other night um, with Rangers and St Johnston, and then uh, the night before, um, a lot of my family's mobile daft, so they. They were watching the game um, on Saturday, so it was kind of up and down. And that one game was oh, this was like back to first park. Or because sometimes I feel as though when you do the second leg, depending as well, um, something else could come in like um, other fixture classes, like with, you know, with like, Scottish weather. And the way they do it as well is like there's like one round's like one a month, and then teams are hitting for them, and then teams have a dip. And then by the time they play that replay, or the, the next round comes. They're kind of out of form, so they had it quite squashed. A lot of the teams they now are kind of playing at their best form now because you know, as I said, the bottom six is quite close at the bottom. So you get teams round about there that try to keep up and playing their best football, you know, stay in the league, and also try and win these cup competitions mm. that are coming up thick and fast. So that's why I've also enjoyed the wee leagues coming back. So if you've noticed, they've been quite high-scoring games down like the wee lower leagues, and they've had to deal with like some amount of games within that period of time. And I think they've stepped up really well. They've They've done the 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 league justice with show where they are, and I think for the going forward there shouldn't be replays in the cup. Right, hold on then. I'm starting to wonder, Roger, the excitement of the weekend, are we putting it down to the fact that there are no replays, or actually is the bigger factor this condensed schedule? Because they're getting mentioned in tandem here, and would it be safe to say that under normal circumstances we wouldn't do it that way? We can have a serious conversation about should you ditch replays or not. But it's it's unlikely that we're going to condense the Scottish Cup right at the end of a season. No, we certainly won't make it. Well, I <laughs> say there is no certainty in society yeah, anymore. Um, I sincerely hope that we don't have a season again like we've had this season with the COVID interruptions. I would like to hope that we get back to because let's the not sort forget that the Scottish Cup calendar. did start ages ago. Well, you know, the hundred teams or whatever it is starts starts in the Scottish Cup. Yeah, and we had a Scottish Cup final in December for for last season's competition as well, which just seems so far so long ago. But um, I would like to think we'd get back to a normal competition. You, you mentioned 100 teams, and a normal season, far more than that, get involved. You yeah, know, that was you get, this season, yeah. You're right the way down into junior teams, amateur teams, the, the Lowlands, the Highlands, the South of Scotland, etc. And it would be nice if we could get to, to that situation again next season. We can stagger it. I always used to like one of my favourite weekends of the season was the third round, you know, when the big teams come in just after New Year, and we, we could get back to that again. Um, I've liked the format that's been thrown upon us, thrust upon us this season. I think it's worked well for the competition. But even if we had had a normal season, Gordon, if it got to the quarter-final stage and you had a quarter-final weekend that we've just lived through, everyone would be talking about it. Yeah, right. It's one-way traffic. That's you too. That's the callers. It's Wayne. It's people on Twitter. What about the, the, the old-fashioned traditional side of replays, Roger, and what it can mean to smaller clubs and it can keep them going for years? We've seen so many... Over over the times of you know, as Gordon's telling you, if you can just get that drawn, go back to Ibrox, go back to Celtic Park, go back to Petodre, Tynecastle, whatever it may be, is there no merit left in that? Um, I'm not so sure. There's an awful lot of merit left in that. You know, if you if you're lucky, you get drawn at Celtic Park or Ibrox and, and get the money first oh, time around, and the result doesn't matter quite so much. Um, if you're drawn at home to a Rangers or a Celtic, you surely fill your ground anyway, Gordon. So there is still a financial mm. benefit to taking on a team. And if there are no replays, 
can bet your bottom dollar you'll get the TV money as well because if Rangers or Celtic are coming into town, the cameras will follow them. When you you seem pretty convinced. Yeah, I, um, I maybe we are right. I know the condensed over the, the COVID. I wasn't really trying to say condensed. I just enjoyed the fact that there hasn't been any replays. Yeah, I don't need to condense it. Maybe just as it gets to just like a as they like the Betfred, as they said earlier, you know, it's just a, a knockout competition. So why Scottish Cup should be any different? Mm-hmm. It just takes that. I think it just makes it more exciting. Maybe as you said, keep the spread over. Fair enough. I know when they hopefully when we go back to a, a normal season. Um, the way the format wise out, then fair enough, because I know that's the the, mm. the way that Roger was saying the big teams come in in the year and it kind of hypes it up then. But um, doing the one, the, just that one off game, I think gives like, the, yeah. even though the real club just that one chance to go and do what. This is the time to go for it. And all kind of think, oh no, because it could it could fit the limit. I know it's a big day out, but it's like going, oh we need to go to Petodje, or we need to go to Tynecastle, or we need to go to Easter Road, we need to go to Parky, we need to go to Ibrox. So. Is there anything does that think that's out the window for them? Even though it's a big payday for them, because it's giving them the chance, like maybe to turn them all over at the ring ground and maybe get another, let's say, bigger team home draw again yeah. the next round. I'll yeah. tell you what, it's, it's a good debate. Lots of you are getting involved in this on Twitter. Uh, R says replays, keep replays until the quarterfinals, then single games. Fair enough. Thomas Brooks says I'd bin the replays But I'd keep the third and fourth round fixtures In January, February The cold weather was a leveller Maybe it was due to no lower league football this year But I don't remember too many shocks In the early rounds In the condensed format um, Might be due to the, the schedule Or the lack of football That the smaller teams have played And Euraging says Ditch replays have lower ranked teams In ties at home Unless within the same division That think the Germans do it this way Some great suggestions What do you think? Are you agreeing or disagreeing? With what you hear I don't sense many people out there Who want to keep the replays But if you want to surprise me Now is the time 0141 951 1025 0141 951 1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon Dieller here Good debate getting underway about the future of the Scottish Cup Have we stumbled across something? I know it's condensed and that might not not stay But has it been beneficial to the competition And more importantly Because this is something we probably could control Do we ditch replays? Um, Der Kaiser says do you think the Scottish Cup's been better because the majority of the teams are safe and secure in the league and can fully focus on the Cup? Um, maybe, but I mean, Kilmarnock aren't, and they certainly served up there. Yeah, they played their part last night. It's not a bad point because you look at Dundee United. You know, had Dundee United been a few points worse off and still caught up in a relegation fight, then Mickey Mellon would never have rested however many players he rested at Rugby Park last midweek. Took a 3 0 defeat, kept all the big hitters, the Shanklins, the McNulty's, the Reynolds, the Edwards, kept all them in the bench. They were mm-hmm. nice and fresh for the game of Petodre, and they were absolutely outstanding. I know St John's will take a lot of the headlines, and rightly so, for the shock at Ibrox. Didn't he United were brilliant to Petodre on Sunday? And Louise, quite simply, not in football, just says, Can you say happy birthday to my son Joe? He's 29 today, and he's had a rubbish day so far. Joe, I'm mm. sorry to hear that, and I hope things look up for you. Happy birthday, happy Joe. Birthday, Joe. Uh, happy birthday, Joe. Let's bring in Sean and get his thoughts on the Scottish Cup. What do you think, Sean? Well, first of all, happy birthday to Joe. Well done, Sean. <laughs> Thank you. No, I was just going to say, one of the things I've liked about the Scottish Cup this year is just the compressed nature. Um, usually, because, you know, normally it starts in January and it runs to May, and I kind of feel you lose that momentum. I was curious to know what you, th- what you think of that specifically, just having the game, because, you know, they had it with the Champions League last year. They had it all within a month. And I just thought it was really brilliant. It was just a small point. Is there any way we, any way we could then find a happy medium, Roger, where you... 
you know, it does start at the kind of usual time, and then once we hit a certain stage, or it's just a couple of weeks closer together. I don't know. We're probably we're unlikely to do it exactly this way, but. Yeah, looking over here, it's a long time since either me or Daz have been a medium, so I don't know if you're going to get a happy medium in here. But um, it worked out. I don't know how you do it going forward because if you start, if you've got 32 teams or 16 teams, if you start with 32, 16 get knocked out. So what do you do with that 16 the following week when you know the, the the winners get through it? I tend to think it would end up with a lot of teams idling their weekends away. When do you have it? Do you have it early in the season? Do you have it late in the season? Well, I think you... most people who are tweeting are suggesting that now what we've done is late, certainly. You know, in the, in the build-up, get a real. It's what this uh, season you've got to say. Listen, real, it's what this season. In the, in the latter stages, you, you need to remember the league championship was over six weeks ago, so it, it has given people uh, a, yeah, a, a, a bit focus. Of interest. You know, the, the, the league championship isn't going to be over on the seventh of March every season. Um, it, it has been strange. Um, mm. We've crammed in fixtures. There's been other teams, you know, the likes of Hamilton haven't played an awful lot of football of late because they get knocked out about three rounds ago by St Mirren. So it, it does have its plus points. It does have its negative points. I quite like because one of the tweeters mm. said to me, well, I always like that one in January. The third round, yeah. cold days, horrible mm. pitches, couple of cup upsets. Always quite mm. liked it. But this weekend, this quarter final, no, that, extra I mean, time with penalties uh, has been great. Do you think there's a way of doing a little bit of both? When you don't take that away, and it, you know, it ticks along at its norm, roughly its its normal tempo, but then maybe at, maybe at this stage, maybe at last 16 stage, it does come within a couple of consecutive weeks or something along those lines. It'd be interesting to see if the clubs wanted to do it, because at the end of the day, it was something that the clubs would need mm. to agree to, I would think. The risk is that teams, as we say, teams will go out at the last 32. If there's a couple of draws in the last 32, you know, say Hibs and Motherwell had met in the last 32, Motherwell will go out in penalties. Suddenly Motherwell might have three weeks before mm. they have another game of football if we didn't yeah. this. Sean, is, is there a... Are we maybe diving in because this has been thrust upon us and, and we're forgetting about some of the other things that... That go into it on a, on a normal season. Do you think it would be a, a good idea under normal circumstances? Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just come across good ideas by accident. You know, that's one of the interesting things about this whole lockdown. Um, like, I mean, you're probably quite happy about the Stevens working from home part. Joke. That was brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually going to ask you about one other thing um, that I just saw on Twitter in the last hour. Hey, two seconds. Um, I want to get I want to get Gordon's thoughts on this as well before we go hmm. because um, the. That, that that point, Gordon, about us kind of stumbling a, a, upon it, but mm-hmm. the I I just wonder. I'm I'm trying to think of the logistics of it because that's maybe the side of it that we don't that we don't see. Not knowing who you're playing in a week's time or eight, eight days time, I'm not sure. Does that cause problems? I don't know. Broadcasters. It, has, it hasn't and, caused problems this year because there's no supporters getting into. I mean, the what crowds. about the, what about the poor folk that need to do the Scottish Cup draw and need to draw exactly. two two rounds at you one were, time? You but, were there. For, you you <laughs> two changes. But it, it, it has been made simpler because supporters aren't getting in. You know, it's easy for clubs. Doesn't really make you know they they can make very quick arrangements. You know, if, if it's supporters who say mother will draw. Away at Aberdeen Or away at Inverness People need to make plans Gordon So I, I think it's a bit unfair To think you can do a draw On a Monday I just And the don't games think, I, on a Saturday I don't think we can tear Everything up Gordon It's It's been exciting Because of Roger's right well, The league campaign's over Everybody needed a fix Everybody needed a bit of excitement We got that at the weekend We got that in abundance No doubt But I still think The only thing you would tweak is to make sure there was no more replays because mm. I think this this works. Right. So, so that that's the solution rather than trying to replicate yeah. the condensed. Yes, uh, for okay. me. Uh, uh, 
uh, Sean seems to have dropped off Sean give me a call back If you're there And you want to make your second point I don't know where Sean's gone 01419511025 uh, Let's bring in Billy Who is in Clyde Bank What's your take on all of this Billy? Hi panel How are you doing? Good thanks um, Thanks for taking the call um, This um, The replays I totally disagree with I have for many years um, I'm, I'm thinking about the fan side of things yeah. I know obviously the fans are in this year But um, Once a Rangers, Celtic, Aberdeen and all the rest They fill out stadiums as, um, When they're, they're playing And if they lost the game Then we've got to go and fill out the stadium again And I'm just thinking about the price of things And all the rest of it And I think the system this year Has been absolutely fantastic um, you get you get the result, you get the game, and that's it. End of story, and we move on, and that's it. And I'm just thinking what the the panel thinks of that for the fans side of things. Yeah, what about from a fans perspective? Yeah, listen, fans have been asked to and are constantly asked to spend an awful lot of money. Um, I think clubs have been well served by the supporters in the main this season because they have forked out huge sums of money for season tickets in the full knowledge. They weren't going to get into the grounds to watch their team You know, there were Patrick Thistle fans tuned in tonight To the television watching the game up at Cove Rangers There will be supporters of, you know, Clyde Dumbarton Watching games on, on their TV streams Knowing they're never going to get into grounds And clubs already will be asking their supporters to do the same for next season Because although we hope to get crowds back eventually I think it's unrealistic to think that when the season kicks off again in July We're going to go from no fans yes, full, to, to full houses, Gordon I think, So I think anything Billy we can do to, get, you know, to give fans something back As you know, as Billy says, this might be giving them something back Not putting that expectation on them to fork out extra money Because cup ties quite often aren't on the season ticket And cup replays away from home certainly aren't on any season ticket So it is adding more to the expectation level placed in supporters I think, I think that's a great point I really do from Billy Because it is Money's very tight nowadays Gordon You're asking supporters for a lot Financially uh, They do their best uh, What they've achieved this year With this season You know Digging very very deep um, For a product They can't go out and enjoy So to ask them again For replays I think Billy makes a terrific point there Is that this, is it The financial side of things Billy Is that One of the most important drivers Of, of your opinion yeah, it is. I mean, um, over, I mean, oh, years and years ago, and maybe Gordon will remember because he is he was probably Older. playing at that time. Take easy, Billy. Um, <laughs> Rangers <laughs> played Clay Bank, and it took them five games to sort one one cup competition. It. Yeah, they didn't and play me that time, Billy. That's maybe the is that a mistake. One. Yeah, and Clay Bank did they play Wisher? <laughs> <laughs> You know, but this this is what my actual opinion was because the fans are paying out all this money, and uh, especially this season, and uh, and I think we should just go with the the one the one night the one competition, and that's it. End of story, and let the fans get the the rewards that they deserve. Are you convinced that it made a a, a genuine impact to the, the the standard of football The style of the football, Roger The way the players went about the games over the weekend um, the, There was an unusual freedom About the games at the weekend Which I enjoyed um, That might be completely coincidental I don't know But um, you know, listen, maybe it does Maybe you know, the fact that a lot of the teams This was what they had to play for Rangers, it was what they had to play for Dundee United 
It was what they had to play for. Teams like that going forward. St Johnson as well. You know, they're, they're sitting, I think, are they still sixth in the league? They're not going to get into Europe via that position. So, you know, the, the Scottish Cup was the big thing for them as well. So maybe if we had a normal schedule and teams were worried about relegation or still to fight to get into the top six or still to fight to get into Europe, mm. maybe they would have focused a little bit on that and not so much in the Cup. Maybe there was this freedom because the Cup was the thing I, they were I going for. I don't doubt the, the excitement came from the fact it was one-off games, Gordon. I really don't. Because uh, it would be very easy... To get the one one or sit in there and say right negative football for the last fifteen minutes. This is this has not been our day. We'll take another ninety minutes. We'll probably go and win that game, where both teams are really going for it. They know it's a one off and three three games a uh, weekend going to penalty kicks. I just think it was absolutely brilliant. I I do understand the smaller clubs will be saying mm-hmm. because I've been in the, the, those shoes and you're saying no, we want the replays if we can get a big club. It brings yeah. in the money that could keep us going that season. But for the fans and excitement, I think the one off. Is there more to it than that? Right, I've not found anyone, no caller yet who wants to keep the replay. So I'll, I'll try my best. I'm trying to look get, at get the SFA in the phone and tell I'm, them I'm this. Tra- I'm unanimous. Try- <laughs> I'm trying to look at the other side here. Do we always have to try and? Manufacture excitement Although t- t- For the neutral Penalties Magnificent Great drama My wife oh. knows Absolutely nothing about football Couldn't care less But You know Enjoyed watching the penalty shootout last night As a bit of anecdotal evidence The The two legs Allows you to Have football played to a more Natural conclusion As you If you like Where the team that Deserves to go through Goes through It's a It's a better representation of that None of that doing it for you Gordon on Saturday You sent me to air For Air United <laughs> nil QOS no, nil on, I'm asking you There's think... not enough Manufactured excitement I In Scottish d- football At the minute your, We don't need your Narrow mindedness <laughs> here though It's not all about you You've been hanging about With him too long I, I need a I need a broader opinion here Oh you're saying A replay opens it up And it, it's a more just A more You know Way of finding a winner No it isn't They know the rules When they go in Motherwell knew the rules When they went to Easter Road On Saturday they came back, storming back into the game, got a 2-2, fought all the way, and were unfortunate to lose in penalties. Now, who's to say, if they get back to Fir Park, they might have lost 3-0 to Hibs in an A-play. So, no, well enough. Yeah, that, that's the point though, you know, Hibs would have then just definitely deserved it over the piece. And yeah, Hibs did deserve it, because their penalties mm-hmm. went in and Mullabo's penalties didn't. Okay. I agree with Roger. I'm Listen, sorry. I, I, I can't. I can't back you up. Do I even believe what I'm do saying? You, do I don't know. No, I'm, I'm just trying do, to look at all sides do, of it. Do you here. get paid for replay draws or anything when you do them, or is it just well, the original? I do it all out, out the goodness of my heart. Anyway. Ah, that's okay. That's okay. As long as I'm not finished. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. TheScottishSun.co.uk/slash/football. Okay, beat the pundit time. Your chance to get one over on the pundits. Win a signed ball in the process, but only. If you do the following Pick up the phone right now Dial 0141 Do that before 7 o'clock And then if you get on You need to get more questions right Than Roger or Gordon It's that simple Your chance to beat the pundit is next Tackle the headlines 0141 951 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are in the studio Bet you never thought we'd be glued to Cove Rangers against Partick Thistle in here on a Tuesday night But that is the reality It's great these pay-per-view games when, you, when you're when you stuck in here You can watch the lot and uh, quickly explain the permutations at the you, top you, of you League One You spoiled it because Dan thought he was watching Coventry It's Cove versus Partick Thistle If Partick Thistle win tonight uh, up there at the... Uh, 
Cove Rangers and Aberdeen Then Cove Bar are Moral out Barmoral Stadium Roger that's the new mate. That's what you're looking there for There you go Cove are out the title race If Thistle win today And then it goes to Thursday night At Firhill When they Thistle host could win it Falkirk And Thistle could be champions By Thursday night Right here's what you missed In the first hour Lots of Rangers fans Got in touch Kicking us off About the game on Sunday And going out to St Johnston But then had a great debate About whether we should Ditch Scottish Cup replays or not And judging by the phone lines And Twitter You might want to keep that going So that's absolutely fine I finally found one who wants to keep replays But it's just on Twitter So I don't know if we'll get that through On the phones And the other big story today Scotland looks set to be allowed 26 players at the Euros Rather than the original number of 23 What might that do? Who might that help? Give us your thoughts on that one Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football but forget all of that For the next two minutes or so It is Beat the Pundit time And we welcome on To the stage Thomas in Stonehouse How's it going Thomas? I'm fine thanks you, Have you um, ever played before? No I've never played right, before okay, just, just, in, just in the house The usual Played along at home and you, yeah. know, you know it's much harder When the pressure's on Yes You've been told yep. this Good right okay So yep. no, hopefully not too many surprises Heads It will be Roger Hanna Who starts on minus one And tails it will be Gordon Diel and it is heads It's Roger Hanna Minus oh. one I'm afraid Thomas But listen he, This is exactly What he'll do Thomas See if he doesn't know it He will pass quickly And he yep. will move on So that's what you should do Okay Yep Good man right Roger I'll give you some Clay 2 to listen to um, And now that he can't hear us Gordon we can talk Behind his back Do you think he would be worse If I made him Keep his eyes open Yeah Imagine introduced yeah, a rule yeah, That said like You believe- can't do, You're not allowed To close your eyes people, Do you think he would struggle People actually ask me In the street Gordon About the way he performs And beat the pundit He's that good He sits with his eyes closed But I'll tell you what Thomas He had an absolute stinker Last week remember He did Right Thomas 30 seconds on the clock You're head to head with Roger And you can pass That's all you need Are you, are you ready? Okay. Yep. yep Right let's go 30 seconds starts now Who's Motherwell's Top league scorer this season? Uh, Name either team that John Hughes has both played for and managed Hibs Which team has the smallest stadium in the Scottish Premiership? Uh, Hamilton Who's the only Australian to score more than 10 goals in the Scottish top flight this season? Um, Pass Name any player who's been the Scottish Championship top scorer twice since its inception in 2013 Uh, Pass How many stars feature on Aberdeen's club crest? Uh, one Okay let's bring Roger back Roger can you hear us? Yes Same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Who is Motherwell's top league scorer this season? Tony Watt Name either team that John Hughes has both played for and managed Hibs Which team has the smallest stadium in the Scottish Premiership? Hamilton Who is the only Australian to score more than 10 goals in the Scottish top flight this season? E- Boyle Name any player who's been the Scottish Championship top scorer twice since its inception in 2013 Doby How many stars feature on the club crest of Aberdeen? Three Okay, okay Ooh, Thomas hard, hard ones tonight. How do you think that went, Thomas? Uh, not Right, remember Roger starts on minus one. So who is Motherwell's top scorer in the league this season? It's Devante Cole. Yeah, as soon as I said it. Thomas got it. There you go. So essentially two he's, he's two up. Name either team that John Hughes has both played for and managed. You both got it right. Um you had the choice of Falkirk and Hibbs, so it's still two up. Uh, which team's got the smallest stadium in the Scottish Premiership? Hamilton Ackies. Still two up. 
Because you both got it Who's the only Australian To score more than 10 goals In the Scottish top flight this season It is Martin Boyle A wee sneaky one Because he's I mean He's he's an Australian international He's Mm -hmm. from these parts But he's an Australian international So still one up To Thomas uh, Thomas never got that He did not Okay Name any player Who's been the Scottish Championship Top scorer twice I nearly said DL Since its inception In 2013 You had the choice of Jason Cummings Lauren Shankland or Stephen Doby He's equalised Thomas And I'll be honest right Hands up See when I was quickly Going through them I didn't see Doby And I thought he'd got it wrong And I was Because I thought Thomas had won it speaking about him In the break Yeah That is strange incredible. So I've seen him at the weekend It all comes down to this How many stars feature On Aberdeen's club crest Roger went three No you went one Three, you? three. No, you went three, three. Yeah. Thomas went one uh-huh. The answer's two Oh right no. down the middle Right down the middle Which means we're going To the tiebreaker Right This is like the Scottish Cup At the weekend dear, dear. Dear. That's quite fitting isn't it is Ditch the replays Ditch the replays Right here is the deal On the tiebreaker I'm going to ask The question I will get Roger To write his answer down And I will then invite you To give me your attempt Thomas okay Okay The pressure's been getting To the pundits recently Twice recently The pundit has blurted out his answer Rather than just show me Their bit of paper As a crow flies uh, or d- Do not start me on that que- That question haunted me For a week right well, ready. Get your pen ready The question is this Partick Thistle have scored Zach Rudden has put them One up on Cove So they're moving closer To that title Funnily enough They feature In the tiebreaker no. How many times Have the four current Glasgow based clubs Won the Scottish Cup Combined So Celtic Rangers Queen's Park <sighs> Thistle how many times combined have they won the Scottish Cup? Celtic, Rangers, Queen's Park, Thistle. Roger, write your answer down and show me it, please. Hurry up, Roger. Oh, no Okay, chance. what would you go for, Thomas? Uh, 70. Ooh, would Thomas go for that? Thomas has gone 70. Roger's gone 105. Oh. Now I can tell you that the correct answer... Gordon smiling Is 84 Well done oh, Thomas Well done Thomas It was close <laughs> You had me panicking I almost had to reach For the calculator But I think I can handle that one You are the winner And the sign ball Is on its way to Stonehouse Well done to you No bother Thank you very much Well done Thomas Thank you very much. Next time when I'm down The tile works Playing football I'll bit it over your fence Thomas How does yeah. that sound ah, that, yeah, No bother When these Scottish company Players get axed I take it That's minus one nonsense Is getting axed as well You might have to I do yeah. feel sorry for you Because in the past It was a bit It was a bit of fun and oh, you, oh, I, the defining moment for me has been the advent of Black Alpha. Exactly. Because exactly. now there's a competitive element yeah, to it. It's like it would be like the team at the top of the league starting, you know, on, on minus ten points, and it is a bit unfair on you. See, I, I didn't mind it at all, but now you see, you've got people at like Halliday and mm. Ray and Dale. I'm, ch- I'm chasing you down now. If yeah, I could, if I could get a victory yeah. Thursday, which is possible, ah, you'd come within ten of me. No, I would not. <laughs> because with because with only a couple of weeks to play, it does indeed look like someone like Halliday will finish top of the table. It's but, all about but, relegation, but really. But really, you know, Rogers been and, hamstrung. And other playoffs. Well, there's a bit of a, there's a bit of a debate here. Black Arthur is arranging. He's trying to arrange playoffs. Yes. And by the way, I'm eternally grateful. And he thinks I'm ignoring him. I'm not. There's just a. Without telling you too much There's a couple of things Behind the scenes here That we're not sh- We're trying to figure out Between now and the end of the season Just certain plans That we may or may not Move forward with could, uh, could, You could have just asked me This off air It would have been much better For the listening public I didn't ask any but at least, I'm just interested at, at least Black Arthur knows That it's not deliberate 
Okay, we'll wait and see. It's all about the relegation. 0141951025 on the phones at Clyde SSB on Twitter, and the goals are raining in down the divisions, and big ones at that. Zach Ruddens put Partick Thistle one up. If it stays that way, Cove are out of it, and Partick move ever closer to the title. Airdrie up there in League One, they're one up on Montrose. Kyle Connell has scored the goal. Brecon City are beating Cowden Beath. I think it's probably, is it too late for them? No, but it would be if they don't win tonight, they finish bottom, and then you have the row. Over the pyramid playoff Yeah we might get to that um, And oh. uh, <laughs> Listen This is proof that Roger Roger Hanna's what, not as smart honest, As he honest, makes what out a, on, What on a night we're having here Because before Beat the Pundit started He said to me at the break Nah I'll, I'll tell you Who to look out for Stranraer They're coming flying. They're flying They're coming through They are 3-0 down Inside 10 minutes At home To Elgin How many miles is that As the crow, as flies, crow flies Producer Callum That'll be some journey On a Tuesday night When you've got work tomorrow Oh. Elgin to Stranra. No I wouldn't fancy that Is that you? the most northerly team In the SPFL Versus the, the most southerly Well come on then Get googling Google Maps What we, what we... Is Queen of South Fall South Stranra Fall South In Dumfries mm, Possibly But but Elgin is the most northerly SPFL team isn't it Yeah, yeah. More northerly than Dingwall Yes it? Yeah Yep We've done that before On Beat the Pundit I'm sure oh, But that doesn't well, go for anything That's yeah that, that is fair How many hours is that then? Elgin is from Ra On a Tuesday night Well think When you were getting The police escort Out of Inverness And you were going mm-hmm. Inverness to air oh. And you need to add on Five air hours to and 38 minutes According my. to Google Maps My Five hours and 30 You've got work You've just been at work And you've got work in the morning Oh uh, Absolutely no chance for Well me. they could leave And go home now Because they're three up After ten minutes They've done their job Get the early train mm. Up the road That is some Is that a new jumper by the way Have you been out since the shops reopened I'm just not sure I've seen that I, ensemble I, I, before I'm just I'm starting to bring out my wardrobe bit, bit oh, So you've not Gordon. been out in, in embracing the new freedoms that we've no, got no? no not yet Gordon I've What been... was the first thing you did We asked about it on Saturday I went... Steady I went, uh, First <laughs> Yeah um, I went to the gym Wow yeah, Changed you, you man I did you, not expect that You do not get into this shape Gordon If you don't look after so that yourself That was an exciting day for you Restrictions lifted off, to the, off deci- to the gym I decided A lot of people headed for a beer garden I resisted And went straight okay. to the gym mm. And did you, did you use anything Because the mushroom Was putting it about in this show At the weekend When you go into the gym about. You just go about in Coffee in hand And make no, idle no, chit chat no, no I just get I've got my programme Right down to it And away I go Happy days That's the, the, the proof's there You can see it There we go 01419511025 I thought of you last night Because when I left here I know there was a lot In the media about Queues outside Zara and Primark And whatever else um, The one that shocked me the most Driving home from here last night There was a 15 strong queue Outside the local sunbed Now I was stuck at the traffic lights <laughs> so, so I had time to, I had time to count them 15 people outside the, the sunbed shop And I thought Let's get the Dazzler written all over it Oh I got a wee text saying Welcome back But I didn't go I'm going to give it a couple of days Try and play it cool Play hard to get can, you can, don't I, like, can I just you, say You do not want to be standing that, that queue 15 uh, people that, that new jumper will be a wee bit heavy for the sunbeds <laughs> 01419511025 We're at Clyde SSB on Twitter If you've any thoughts What about this 26 man Scotland squad I mean it does change things But how much in your mind Who does that Does it open the door for anyone in particular uh, Is there anyone that you still think needs to be left out To make room and, and all the rest of it um, We're on Twitter as well Ian says cup replays need to stay I found a couple Tight schedule helps 
But everyone is short-minded Most fans given time would, ref- would reflect on great replays 3rd to the 9th of April 91 V Celtic The semi-final replay Is in the top 3 games For new generations Of Motherwell fans Says Ian And Goshi To be fair He's been selfish as well Unpopular opinion But from a selfish point of view I'd keep them Because Rangers would probably Have played the replay this week And got to the semi-final Same as any season It favours my club 90% of the time yeah, well, listen, I, I've already said what I think. I would do away with the replays um, for a couple of reasons. I think this weekend has shown the excitement you can you know, get with extra time and penalties. One game, it's all done on the night. You're not going to get a second chance at it. Um, but also, in a packed schedule, and believe me, next season it will be a packed schedule because you've got clubs going into, more clubs going into Europe Extra games in Europe You've got teams going into the Conference League For the first time So Anything that can help clubs And help supporters Billy was right Try and take a bit Of the financial pressure Off the fans as well There's a couple A couple on Twitter Granted from selfish point of view But that's fine I mean that, that's football In a nutshell at times Scott is a Celtic fan It's been one way traffic Scott Everybody's saying Ditch the replays Are you Are you joining in Or have you got something To tell us on the opposite side Of the argument No I'll keep them Oh, why? Some of the best games I've been. He's been cut replays. Like what? Um, I, I remember a free game, a free game one uh, versus Aberdeen back in the eighties. Remember going to Love Street one Tuesday, Wednesday night. It was about twenty nine thousand inside Love Street. The late great Johnny Doyle scored two that night. Um, Celtic were down to ten men. So Mum went to extra time. Went all the way. Um, nah, keep them. So d- uh, that, 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 that first one you mentioned though, do we, re- we we cannot go back to three games surely. No, but that was that, that was what they done back then. Yeah. It was like we played Aberdeen, we drew was with them. Good? Was that a good thing? Then we drew with them at Aberdeen and then it went to Dens Park, I think it was on a Wednesday night. Um that was back in the days when you didn't have extra time in penalty kicks. And was that good then? You think that was a good thing? Oh I, I thought it was great great football. Obviously it's a lot more expensive to go to games nowadays. Yeah, true. I, I'm just saying that if you're a small team and you go to Celtic Park or Ibrox and you get a draw why should they not be allowed to take them back to their own place? And I think that if a home team gets a home draw, they're getting all the benefits here. Because if it goes to extra time, it's at their place. If it goes to penalty kicks, it's at their place. So surely it would even up a bit if you kept the replace. That's my opinion anyway. I always, I always liked the mm-hmm. replace. Well, I'm going to end this argument now, Gordon. Because if there was no Scottish Cup replays, we would never have to listen to the mushroom talking about that goal for Celtic <sighs> in the replay against Rangers at Celtic Park. Ditch them. Ditch them <laughs> It would have been all done After the 2-2 draw The day of the Bruni At Ibrox and When Neil, Jamie Ness scored the goal And Neil Lennon and Ali McCoist Would never have had their little Cuddle on the, the touchline would never Government have summit would never have needed An Alex Salmon summit Would have never needed yeah, any dear. of it I do think I do think Days gone by I've, I've been involved in them Gordon mm-hmm. He's talking about games There way back That I've been very fortunate In playing some real good Cup replays And exciting And But I just think With the schedule the financial side of it for supporters I just think it works with the one-off game now What well, really? one of the couple of plays you played in you remember most fondly? He asks because he knows you won't remember any of them <laughs> I had to laugh when someone else The previous caller did say Oh God will remember this I thought no he won't no. Absolutely no chance no. Um, Well done Roger do you, in, in the week that we've been talking about the evolution of football I don't mean to go off on a tangent here You know, Super Leagues and, and British Leagues and all the rest of it It's funny how even to to, to, to someone of my generation And I'm, I'm not that young Compared to a lot of football fans The thought of three You know the thought of A, a second replay yeah. is 
mind blowing. Well, Theo Schnellders was in the papers at the weekend. I think it was a David Freel interview um, talking about when Aberdeen and United met. I think it was 88, 89. They were already playing four times mm-hmm. in the old Premier Division, as it was at the time. They were drawn. I think in the League Cup And then they were drawn in the Scottish Cup And it went to a second replay So I think they played eight times in the one season So I guess your thought is If it was wise to reduce it from three to two Why not do it from, from two to one Yeah, okay I think you two agree with that But I like I like the counterpoint, Scott Thank you very much That was Scott on the line Have Partick Thistle just gone two up? No, no the, ball, uh, out? the ball was out of the pitch Before they cut it back <laughs> that, that will tend to be an issue, yep uh, I think they might Anyway right 01419511025 I'm wonder if we're a bit behind And they are actually about to score No? Am I getting dud information In my ear here? Uh, thank you to Scott We will speak to Darren On the line next Taking your calls On Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna are here We're about to speak to Darren Who's been hanging on for quite some time So let me apologise to Darren Just a couple of things I want to clear up quickly uh, Cove have equalised A penalty from Rory McAllister I don't know what's in the air tonight But during the, the, the last break of the news We were talking about Stephen Doby And how he doesn't score as many goals as he used to And all the rest of it Then he pops up as a crucial answer on the quiz We also spoke about Rory McAllister He's the man that scores the penalties If you two want to provide the lottery numbers for tonight What? Oh, you're looking at the wrong man I tipped and they're 4-0 down after That's 19 minutes Very true, right Let me quickly give you tonight's teaser Because I do want to go on to Darren He's been hanging for ages This is a very difficult question as well The Pony has been in touch Eight men have played for all three of the teams That went through to the Scottish Cup semi-final at the weekend So not St Mirren But Hibs, United, St Johnson Eight men have played for all three of them and have played in a Scottish Cup final since the start of the 90s. John O'Neill. Brilliant, well done. Show your working quickly. John O'Neill played for Dundee United, scored in the family final against yeah, Motherwell. Played for good Pat, enough, played good for enough for me. Okay, eight men have played for all three teams that went through to the semis at the weekend. So Hibs, United, St Johnson. And they've also played in a Scottish Cup final at the, since the start of the 90s. John O'Neill, any more? Um, Are you looking over this direction? I think I'm wasting my time I'm looking at Roger now Brian Welsh? No Okay, I'll give you some thinking time Just to recap one of that uh, Other big pieces of news today 26 men in the squad for the Euros As opposed to the original plan of 23 It looks like that will be happening Let me bring in Darren And I'll put him on the spot with that one Does that open the door for anyone, Darren, in particular? Nathan Parson, surely David Turnbull uh, I, I do too definitely I think go in If it's 26 people mm-hmm. I think they too Should be a shoe in To go into the, the, the squad Do you know what Darren You make it sound so simple And I'll be honest See when I heard this news Darren I, I kind of thought the same I thought alright An extra three people Yeah Patterson Turnbull I don't know Gilmore Who else You know An extra three Perfect However However I'm about to ruin Ruin the plan And make it not sound so simple Darren What I forgot Roger the last squad that we named yeah. Also ha- actually had 26 in it So we named the 26 man squad For that triple header right Now Granted Ryan Jack was in that squad And will not make the Euros So take him out injured We're down to 25 We've got one space Ollie McBurney is probably injured might, and, and let, let's, let's even assume that he does miss the Euros Take him out We're down to 24 We've got two spaces However That last squad Did not include Liam Cooper the captain of Leeds It did not include 
Guys who featured regularly For Stevie Clark Like James Forrest Lee Griffiths Lawrence Shankland Ollie Burke Or Callum Patterson And it obviously didn't include David Turnbull Nathan Patterson Billy Gilmore Ryan Gold Whoever you, you know Whoever falls into that category So it sounds good To 26 Does it really open the door For a Nathan Patterson Or a David Turnbull um, I think it could open the door I have always been doubtful That Steve Clark wants to do something like that I was really surprised <coughs> Not so much that Che Adams come into the squad Because Che Adams is a striker Who plays in the English Premier League I was actually surprised Kevin Nisbet Was brought into the squad For the first time for the World Cup qualifiers Ahead of the guys who had kind of got Scotland to the Euros Griffith, Shankland, Burke, Patterson The ones you mentioned there um, I don't think you will see I think it's just too late for Turnbull or Patterson or Gold or Gilmer to get into the squad Is that right though? Should it be too late? Why is it too late? No, I, I'm just trying to second guess sure, Steve Clark I, get I, that. I, I don't think Steve Clark For me What about you though? If you look, well, look at some of the If you go to 26 We were noting it down there before we came on air I think there, there are 24 probably who look nailed on So yes, if there's a 26 man squad There could be scope for a Nathan Patterson for a David Turnbull There could be I don't think it's Steve Clark's style To do it um, But Listen There could be injuries as well Beforehand um, Ryan Jack already Cruelly mm-hmm. Is going to miss a major finals Perhaps Oliver McBurney Surely as you you've said got as to well. go your best players Roger I know what you're saying Steve Clark will be loyal to A lot of that squad So If you if you put Patterson in You're leaving out either O'Donnell or Palmer Aren't you? Yeah I would leave I would probably leave out Palmer Yeah so Nathan Patterson Doesn't get one of these Extra spots He still has to oust Liam Palmer I don't think you'd take Three right backs you don't, you? No, no you wouldn't That's no. what I'm saying uh, And that's That's where it's going to Be Gordon With and, Steve Clark He'll look at How many forwards For this tournament How many forwards okay. Midfielders Defenders Full backs So that's where it could and based, Work against Patterson Based on that then So I mentioned the 26 man squad That was originally named Is Greg Taylor In, in danger Because he's the third yeah, because you've, back. you've got Tierney can play left back, Robertson play left back. So you could cut that. I don't think Greg Taylor will go. Um, are you ditching one of the centre but Does Liam Cooper come back into that squad? I think Liam Cooper will come back into that squad. Are you ditching one, of the cent- one or two or more of the well, centre backs that are already there? He is in the squad, yeah. Uh, I, would, I would probably leave out Considine as well. Did well, though, when he came in. Uh, uh, look, look, everybody's got their own opinions on this. I just think that, and plus the fact, there's, here's a big one, right? Uh, as a lad, Calm Parson, right? Now, me personally, I would leave Parson out, but Steve Clark might look at Parson and think, how many positions can the boy play? Can play two or three positions. So he might be valuable to him. Mm. You know, so he might get in the squad, whereas I would leave him out Fleck. I would probably leave out would Fleck, you? yes. Still some big decisions to be made by the sounds of it, Darren. I would say, I always go along the lines that if you've got a 23-man squad and you need to take three goalkeepers, that leaves up to two players for every position that you're going to play. Uh, and then if you're going to say it's going to extend to 26, that's where you, the, the other three positions of three players, you'd start to look at utility players that can then can play more than one position uh, Yeah I like that That's a good way of looking at it In terms of If you look at Say you're picking Your 23 man squad And you're taking uh, Callum Patterson As one of your One of your 23 What position do you, do you Primarily look at him Playing in And then In a backup emergency That you, you, you lose Your two right backs For instance Callum Patterson Can slot in a right back But say you take him For centre mid As his primary permit, uh, Position 
Yeah. Uh, but that, that's the way I would look at it. If, if you're going to have 23 and then extend it to 26, take your two for every position. So say you're playing 4-3-3, two right-backs, two left-backs, four centre-backs, a goalkeeper, four centre-mids, uh, sorry, six centre-mids, six wing, uh, sorry, four wingers, two strikers, and then use your other three as utility players that can play in their one position, your Parsons, your... You got McBurney, so McBurney can play off the left at times as well. So uh, that's that's the way I would go with it. Get, also. I, I like it. I like the I like the logic. Darren Darren keeps making it sound simple. I like it, Roger. Um, especially though, take Scott McCaw- Scott McTominay and Kieran Tierney. Yeah. They are going to cover a couple of positions. I mean, we're talking about you know the centre backs. Neither of them you would consider, centre, but they are they are centre backs. In fact, they're probably. Two of our three starting centre-backs I mean, Tomini could play midfield Tierney can play left-back So do, do you need to be carrying as many in other positions? You, you just wonder though if, if they are And I agree with you Likely to start at centre-back for Scotland Perhaps either side of Grant Hanley Does that mean then that Greg Taylor goes As cover for Andy Robertson? Does that mean that... No, because that's the point though Is it not easier then? So say Andy Robertson's injured Kieran Tierney just plays left back But but, and but, then... does, but does Steve Clark want that to happen? Is that making two changes When you you know you maybe only need to make one? Yeah, I see, see where you're coming from That's a good L- debate Likewise, you know if, if you're treating McTominay as a centre-half Does that open up a position for an additional midfielder perhaps? I, d- I don't think it will take Turnbull But I think... You could find You could make an argument For taking Turnbull Quite easily Okay Darren I know you had Another point as well So take it away Aye So my other point was It was just uh, Between Rangers Getting put out And all the kick up About how many uh, Sorry you should be Winning a double this year I think people have forgot How sparse a double And a treble really are Uh, In Rangers And Celtic's history Only Rangers have won 18 doubles 7 trebles Celtic have won 19 doubles And 7 trebles and over 140 years each in history, then that just shows how hard it is to win a double. And just because we won the league doesn't automatically mean that you should be winning a double. I we have been the better team this year, but we still need to beat the other teams in front of us. And Rangers just didn't turn up on Sunday. St. Johnson are well, well within their right to win that game. They played brilliant. Uh, but that, I just wanted to make that point that People jump the gun and say we should be winning a double, but you need to remember it is hard to win a double. Once you've won that league, your mind just sort of wanders away from everyone else. You're like you're already a league champion. Yeah, do you know it's, it's a good point, Darren. And some of this came up last night. You, you, you will have listened to the show many times, Darren. You know the way Glasgow works with bragging rights and all the rest of it. In the last few seasons, what we tend to hear—not from everyone, but what we tend to hear from Rangers fans—is, ah, you know, Celtic's trebles, their quadruple trebles. They didn't have much competition and we were weak and, you know, they should beat the other teams. Dare I say it, has has the last couple of days maybe put that achievement into a bit more of an impressive light? Definitely. The Celtic done really well. Listen, I'm a Rangers fan. Celtic done well. They, you can only beat what's put in front of you. And Rangers fans will say, oh, that's, that's not a right to the argument, but it is though, because we use that argument in Europe. When people say we get an easy group, we can only put we can only play what's put in front of us. Uh, so I just think that we need to put out a bit of perspective. Celtic won four trebles, yes. Some teams probably won at their best, but that's not a slight on what Celtic achieved in that time. Uh, to win four consecutive trebles was really good. I, I'm going to put my hands up and admit that. But uh, to win a double, you need to be on the on the boil mm. twenty all the time in every competition. And Rangers just went off the boil in the last since winning the league. 
Yeah, I do. I do uh, understand um, where Darren's come from, but I think that Rangers have missed a try. I thought it was a great opportunity to win a double Gordon, especially Scottish Cup. Um, and I'm not being disrespectful to any other team in it. The league's gone. The league's finished. They, all their concentration, mm. all their eggs were in that one basket. The Scottish Cup. Can that work they the got, other way though? You know, where you're, maybe your your foot's off the gas. No, I don't think so because you've just won that. You've just won the league. You've celebrated that. That's got, that's finished. You've had all that. You've got time to reflect on what's next important. The best thing for any player, and I will tell you, is last game of the season. I know there's no crowd. Scottish Cup final That is a motivation right there You're playing with Rangers You're at home against St Johnston So I'm not buying into mm. all this You know We took one eye off the ball And it was a great opportunity It was missed I do understand Cups are very hard to win Especially one off now No replay But I think Rangers have missed a real trick Darren good to speak to you That was Darren in Bells Hill How are you getting on with this teaser anymore? I've got one Go for it I looked at the thing Ex-breaking manager Michael O'Neill did he play with them all? Mm, no. Oh no. There is a reason. Um he's one of the hit the post answers that the pony's given me, so he's not on it. I think he didn't, didn't maybe play didn't, in a cup didn't play the ninety one final. Oh. Or maybe something like that. He's not what, on the list. Is is there one current player? Uh there are a couple of current oh, players. Give, give oh, there's a, a few current players. Hey, Callum Booth. Not him. No. <laughs> no. But there are a few. He's one of your hit the post answers as well. He's what, close. Oh 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 I, I signed him. Craig Conway? No, but you're close. Oh, the other one. Mike Conway. I don't know. People used to get these two. They were quite similar, <laughs> similar time, United. Who was that? That, t- that team at that time, Roger Conway and. Swanson! Yes. Danny Swanson. Oh, Danny Swanson. Danny Swanson. Any what more? About, quickly, uh, quickly, quickly. What about Mixu Patalainen? Yes, Mixu Patalainen. Well done. Um, Billy Kirkwood? No. Okay, we'll leave it there. Uh, something. A bit mysterious at this stage I have to admit Is going on at Broadwood Between Clyde and East Fife It was meant to be a 7 o'clock kickoff. It then got delayed to 7.15 And it's now been called off And it just says quite simply After a meeting with the referee and team managers This evening's game has been called off More details to follow uh, Now it is a Brutal fixture schedule at the moment As you Yeah, yeah. As you can imagine um, The thing is I, th- I think they play Thursday They play Saturday They play Tuesday again And then very very quickly Gordon They're into the playoffs Now If I think East Fife are going to finish Mid-table anyway They just dropped into the bottom half But There is a real chance If Jim Duffy's done Barton Went at home to four for tonight They will now leapfrog Clyde And Clyde would go into that Relegation mm. playoff place So This has implications for the start of the playoffs Everyone's senses are heightened at the moment You're all, On one hand there's no point in me speculating On the other hand obviously Covid mm. has been a difficult Obstacle for games this season But honestly I've got no idea if that's what it is At this stage so we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one Let's bring in William on the line And see what he's got for us Hi William Oh good evening guys uh, How you doing? It's just a wee point about the The 26 man squad for Scotland mm-hmm. I mean see when you look, at, you look over the Over the weekend at the games and they're sitting watching the games and they were all great, you know. And they're sitting watching that Hibs and Motherwell game and the way Motherwell came back and O'Donnell put that great ball in for uh, uh, Tony Watt. And then you're looking at Paul McGinn. Uh, Paul McGinn putting that great ball in for uh, Dodge. And I'm saying to myself, he must be playing the, the best football that he's playing. And I know Parsons young and he's got, he's got youth on his side and he's got a, a great career in front of him. I think, see, like, see, guys like uh, Steve Clark has brung in, 
he's brought in guys with experience like Considine and things like that. See, why why did he not look at guys like Paul McGinn? Do you know? I think I think he he would he would he's just as good as uh, O'Donnell is. Uh, I don't know what the guys think of that. Gordon. Uh, yeah, I thought he had a good game, and I think he's been a very good signing for Hibs, Gordon. Um, to take to the Euros, no, I think that we've got people in, in front of him. I think that everybody's talking about Patterson, and he gets the headlines because of obviously his performances with Rangers. But O'Donnell has been terrific for Scotland. You know, you've got to say, and and he's playing very well for Motherwell. The big question mark won't be O'Donnell; I'll be Palmer. Or Patterson probably for the right back position if he's got to take two. McGinn may be one for the future, but I don't. I don't I think mean, he's, he's not young though. That's, that you know, but so. in, in games and further, Gordon next season. But I don't think he's for the Euros this season. He must be close. I mean, he was called up as a add-on for some of the Nations League games. I think mm-hmm. um, on the bench didn't get on. Unlike his Hibs teammate Paul Hanlon, who did get on. For one of the games So he's in Steve Clark's thoughts um, It'd be fascinating to see What would happen if anything befell Either Stephen O'Donnell or Liam Palmer Before the Euros And he's hoping that doesn't happen Does Paul again get picked ahead of Nathan Patterson? William who's Yeah on you go you answer it why not uh, I think if you look at uh, well, I think Patterson he, he obviously got a lot of talent. You know, you can see his talent. You know, he, in the European games and that. But I just think that Paul McGinn, he's thirty year old. You know, he's no young. You know, but and he's he's probably playing the best football that he's played. You know, I think he's the older brother, uh, John. You know, so I just think to myself, and I looked at I look, I'm looking at uh, O'Donnell, and O'Donnell's been brilliant for Scotland. It's not like keeping McDon- O'Donnell out. I, I mean. I've not seen a lot of Palmer, but when you look at McGinn, I think McGinn's just as good as O'Donnell, you know. So experience-wise, I would look at look at experience rather than look look at youth. For well, O'Donnell's got more experience than McGinn in the international scene. But what is it? At what point do you just go for talent, regardless of experience? I, I would go for talent, but uh, as William, but I don't think O'Donnell's let us down, Gordon, and that's why Steve Clark, who's worked with him at Kilmarnock as well, knows him very well. I think O'Donnell is a stick on to be on the bus, not yeah. the not the plane. Triple, yeah, <laughs> I was b- based in Middlesbrough. I felt like Andy Deck there on the train. Based in Middlesbrough, remember? Based in so Middlesbrough, I don't know if so, the bus down. Yeah. Um, right, okay. Let's just for for talking sake, say that the the uncapped players that that group of outsiders say they do have a chance because of the twenty six man squad. Who is at the front of the queue? I know, I know that's a difficult question, right? Very hypothetical. Is, is it Patterson, or is it Turnbull, or is it both, or is it someone else? It's a difficult one. I think we've got covered it right back, so I don't think it'll be Patterson. I think we're overloaded in the middle of the part. I don't think it'll be Turnbull. And I, I think the two of them are fantastic players. I think he might just have someone else in mind. Don't I don't know. <laughs> right, okay. But I'm talking about a position Well if McBurney doesn't make it up front Hmm. I think he'll look at a striker He's got to to add another striker The point I'm trying to make is though Lee Griffiths is there if needed And so is Lauren Shankland And even so is Ollie Burke I'm not saying these guys They've all been capped before And weren't in the previous squad Roger I do appreciate there is a bit of speculating here I'm asking you to make a few leaps But who's front of the queue to be that 
that first call up, if you like, or his first cap at the Euros, or, or I know we've got games before it as well. It's, it, listen, it's difficult to say. I, I, I couldn't see past David Turnbull if you were adding one. I'm not. I'm not sure. As we said before, I'm not sure it's Steve Clark's style to add uncapped players straight into a Euro squad. But games before it. But there are 26 names now. We can list, so there is scope there to you know to, to mix it up a little bit. Right, okay, thank you William Any more on this teaser Eight men have played for all three teams That went through to the Scottish Cup semis at the weekend So sorry St Mirren fans, not you Hibs, United and St Johnson And they've also played in a Scottish Cup final Since the start of the 90s So like Mixu Patalainen John O'Neill, Danny Swanson Are there a goalkeeper in there? Mm, no mm, What about John Rankin? No. no How far back are we going Gordon? Did you miss the bit where I said they've played in a Scottish Cup final since the start of the 90s? Yes, I did. Uh, Darren Jackson. Yes, well done. Oh, yeah. Uh, this bit about current players is beginning to get me. David Wotherspoon never played for the United. I think he? as many as three of your remaining ones are still playing. Still, but not necessarily for the three clubs. Not necessarily. All right, we'll get them next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard You can keep the calls coming though Still time to get in touch with the guys Let me try and move towards tidying up this question And a, a, your nightly reminder if you don't mind If you've got a question at home You want to hear it used on the show And you want to try and catch the pundits out The address you need to send it to is Fulltime at Clyde1.com So the ponies sent this one in again Eight men have played for all three teams That went through to the semis at the weekend So not St Mirren And they've also played in a Scottish Cup final Since the start of the 90s So who played for Hibs, United and St Johnson And has also played in a Scottish Cup final Since the start of the 90s Guys like Patalainen, Darren Jackson John O'Neill, Danny Swanson Any more? Oh, Woody Who? The toy man the, the, the toy man Yeah Brian Graham Oh yes Brian Graham Well done yeah, He's we'll on the list the He played in the St Johnson Dundee United Cup final Didn't he And he's played for Three of those clubs What about Played for Hibs When they beat Rangers James Keating Yes Well done That's a great shout James Keating's Two to get Tough question this Will I give you a couple of more wrong answers just to jog you along? Yes, yeah, that might help. So, Cammy Bell is a hit the post. She didn't oh, play right, in the okay. finals. He's yeah, close. Yeah. No Darren Dodds. No Joe Ward. Uh, sorry, that's an older one. Forget that. No Callum Booth. No Michael O'Neill, like we covered. So, those guys are, are close, but, but they're not on the list. All right. Donk. Okay, let's bring in Donald, who's a Rangers fan in the East End. What have you got for us tonight, Donald? Hey, how you doing? Uh, it was just referenced uh, the game of the weekend where I feel as I see a lot of Rangers fans, you know, obviously disappointed, but you know we're really getting stuck into the team a wee bit harshly, I think, and it, we don't give St. Johnson enough credit. They're the game plan. They play, I mean, they played really hard. It's a cup quarter final, so they're playing their hearts out. Callum Davidson got them playing some some good football, which they did especially in the first half. And then the other point that I really had was reference the goal that we conceded. I know I, I know they managed the backroom staff and everything, the management and all the players. But I feel like no one's really mentioned the fact that for me, it was it was McGregor. McGregor's had a great season, but he's let a guy have a free header like five yards from his the centre of his goal. To me, he should have come out and just took care of that. What do you make of that goal? 
Um, yeah, um, I've been speaking to a few people of have uh, pointed a finger at McGregor. I think it was a combination of everyone, Gordon. They've got to pick up. Mm. What surprised them is you, you will get a, a duty to do before a game who you're picking up, marking space. You don't expect the goalkeeper to go up. So yeah. when the goalkeeper comes up, you can't have a look at the Stephen Gerrard and show who's got to pick mm. him up. You've got to take responsibility. Is that is that where Donald's point might be relevant then, though? Because every, seen everything. everyone else is kind of distracted or they've got their man or their zone. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Xander Clark is within the six yard box, you know, is the onus then maybe on the goalkeeper to be the one that comes yeah, in? Yeah, I, th- I think with the experience that McGregor's got um, and he's very vocal. I think he should do a lot better. But then when you look at Barisic part in it as well, you know, it's too easy. Kane's in the, Kane, he's in the wrong side of Kane and Kane just puts his foot out and it's an, it's an easy tap into the back of the net, Gordon. So there was a combination of blame there. I don't think you can look at the dugout. As much as Steven Gerrard came out and put his hand up and took a bit of responsibility, sometimes on the pitch, your players have got to take responsibility. They've got enough experience on there. They should have been able to handle that. But I totally agree with what Donald says there. All the credit, as much as we say, well, Rangers didn't do this or didn't do that, all the credit goes to St Johnston. They were absolutely brilliant. Organisation, still had that belief, took the gamble, well, not really a gamble, threw their goalkeeper up into the box and decided, right, okay, extra time as well. And then the goalkeeper was a hero in penalties. So sometimes you've just got to take a step back and say, congratulations to the opposition. I'm not sure if the calendar is going to allow this to be a a real consideration, Roger. I'm not sure when the votes get cast. If Callum Davidson was to win both cups, is he manager of the year? Well, listen, it would be a real argument, wouldn't it, to make him... You know, St Johnson had only won one major cup in their entire history and Callum Davidson was number two to Tommy Wright when they did that in 2014 so if they were to win the Betfred Cup and the Scottish Cup having beaten Rangers in the quarter-final at Ibrox in circumstances like that you could certainly make an argument What will they have? I mean roughly eighth, ninth biggest budget in the, in the division they'll something prob- along they'll, those they'll lines They'll probably tell you even lower than that but yeah I would, I would think they'd be in there. You know, if you say Hamilton at bottom, maybe Levy, Levy and then you're probably into the St Johnsons. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Donald, you, you've given credit to St Johnson and rightly so. I'm glad you did that because it does often get lost because of where we are and, and the focus goes on. And you know, if Celtic or Rangers get beat, what about that bigger picture? There's been such a wide range of your fellow Rangers fans on the first one tonight. Was said that the. The cup just gets in the way It gets in the way of the schedule It was all about the league And he's not that bothered And then of course There are others who think It was a real missed opportunity And Rangers need to be doing better To win more trophies What's your take? Uh, well, I, without a doubt In both of them You know, Rangers It's always a missed opportunity If you don't uh, get through the Get through the final with the, with the trophies But I just think You do need to bear in mind That cup competitions It's, it's the absolute beauty Of the cup competitions And it gives you know, somewhat the smaller, lesser teams. That's that's the real goal. That's their only real ambition. You know, and I just think you need to be prepared for it. I thought we played the second half. I mean, we had our chances. I would say we were probably the better team. But, I mean, St. Johnson matched this man for man. And and they played. Just the energy was, it was really impressive. Go on then. You can have the final say, Donald, because there's been a, a real debate running through tonight on the back of the weekend. Would you keep Scottish Cup replays or would you ditch them? What would your take be? You've got the final say, you'll be the last caller, so you can decide, and I'm, I'll send this to Ian Maxwell in the morning. <laughs> uh, yeah, as much as I'd like to get the money, no, I think for entertainment value, take them straight to 
one-off game, extra time penalties. I think it's. I think the wider audience would think it's better. There we go. It's been decided. Donald in the East End has decided it. Thank you. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five in the phones. Uh, you'll probably yeah. You'll need to write that one down and give us a call back. Tomorrow because we're almost out of time I'm looking at these half-time scores Jim Duffy's Dumbarton Fighting for their lives Along with four for goalless In that one Cove 1 Partick Thistle 1 Remind us what that means For the League 1 title Roger what That's my it, way of saying I can't remember what, what it means is If it stays like this Partick can win the league By beating Falkirk On Thursday night yeah. um, Remember that game Between East Fife and Clyde Or Clyde and East Fife I should say Kind of called off At the last minute a bit of a strange one there Try to think if there are any other standout results You need to know about Airdrie are beating Montrose by a goal to nil um, Elgin are four up on Stranraer Queen's Park one up at Stirling Breakin one up at Cowdenbeath And Annan Stenny uh, New Stenhouse Muir manager as well incidentally Yeah Stephen Swift he's in from been, BSC Glasgow been in this very studio Stephen Swift He's made the step up from BSC to Stenhouse Muir And in St Johnson Mika St Johnson Cup winner Fraser Wright going with him as his number two and what about the teaser though Because you've got two more And we're almost out of time So I'll just recap Eight men have played For all three of the teams That went through to the semis At the weekend So Hibs, United and St Johnson They've also played In a Scottish Cup final Since the start of the 90s Guys like Mixu Patalainen Darren Jackson John O'Neill Danny Swanson Brian Graham James Keatings Two to get Roger Any ideas? We're toiling a wee bit now I think Dazzler Right, we need some clues then, Gordon, because Roger's not what really would, oh, What would Daz is all Paul? Craig Brewster? No, so one is very, well, yeah, he, he falls into the kind of recent category. So he's played in a couple of finals, actually. He played in the, the Dundee United one that they beat Ross County. And he played in the Dundee United one that they lost to St. Johnson. And he's also played for... The problem is you've probably forgot I think a couple of these were maybe like Shorter loan spells But if you think his main clubs up here Dundee United and, and Ross County And Oh Keith Watson is yes, it? Yes Keith Watson Keith Watson at Hibs I don't remember that yeah, at all I think it was a loan spell um, And the last one Brutal Brutally difficult I knew you wouldn't get Initial. it Initial uh, He played Actually played in a couple of cup finals though He played for Queen of the South against Rangers And he played for Gretna against Hearts Skeleton. Uh, oh, sk- skeleton 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 about it That was a shocking answer from St- you Stevie Tosh No No Oh brother Jamie McQuilkin Oh yeah uh, fullback. Fullback. Yeah, yeah of course <laughs> Skeleton <laughs> Super brilliant Right thank you Gordon DL and Roger Hanna We are back tomorrow Stephen McGowan and Andy Halliday are in the studio so we look forward to speaking to you then and in the meantime just stay right there and Callum Gallagher is up next